Welcome to Lamenting the Leafs, and it is a two-man show once again, Cam and Nick. And uh, Nicholas, we're, we're recording a rare post-game episode of Lamenting the Leafs, and it's uh, quite a, a game to, to kind of follow up on, isn't it? Because it was not terribly important, even though it's against the uh, the team that you're going to be, you know, going yeah, fucking nose to nose with. It's it's going to be fierce, and uh, I mean that you you saw a little bit of that, and obviously we, we've got you know a, a big couple of games from Matthew Nyes that we want to talk about, but uh, Leafs win four uh, three, and just a, a a real interesting kind of chippy game here against uh, the Bolts. Yeah, what was dubbed kind of a meaningless game by a lot of people heading into it. Sure looked like it meant something to the guys that were on the ice tonight for either team. Um, I thought Tampa kind of tried to to make that into sort of a playoff atmosphere. Our, our pal Doug uh, kind of pointed that out on Twitter as well. Good point by him. Um, and I thought the Leafs really acquitted themselves well in, in that situation. They They rose to the occasion. They rose to the physicality and the greasiness that Tampa Bay wanted to play with. And, you know, I think Luke Shen uh, certainly did his part to help set the tone in a game that I think that was Tampa Bay's ultimate goal was to kind of set the tone heading into this postseason series. So I think the the Leafs really have to feel good about uh, the way that they played and the outcome they were able to get with kind of a skeleton crew lineup, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you, you take out your, your two big guns and, and good on you because... Christ only knows what would have happened otherwise. Um, and I, I mean, we'll, we'll get to all of the, the goalie talk, the uh, <laughs> all of the goalies <laughs> talk. Uh, and but I mean, yeah, I thought it was I uh, thought it was a, an interesting game. You know, they they there were some good points made on the uh, broadcast. Mike Johnson kind of pointing out the way that the Leafs were doing a good job of kind of anticipating some of the uh, the lanes that that Tampa was using. And and, you know, they made a good point about like the the lineup you know contrast right like with Tampa kind of running out what they're going to be you know going with basically for game one so yeah I mean I think that it was uh, you know you got to see some stuff that uh, like there was a lot of uh, encouraging signs from from a handful of guys in that game I thought like yeah Jake McCabe with a a lot of nice moments there Uh, just what did he play the last three and a half minutes basically yeah and I don't know how many shots he blocked in that time but there were a number of just really gutsy but important blocks uh, to help close out that win there. You know, this is a guy who has not played an NHL playoff game in his career, but he's also a guy who looks really ready for that first taste of playoff action. He's been such a, a big addition to this team uh, since he's come in just ahead of the trade deadline. He has just solidified that defensive unit in a way that, like, I think there were a lot of us who were excited when the Leafs acquired him. But he's, you know, to this point, he's even exceeded the expectations that I've had for him. And yeah, he's just been everything and more that the, the Leafs could have hoped for to this point, I think. And, you know, just on the back of that, another trade deadline addition. We've just got him back in the lineup the, the last few games. But Ryan O'Reilly looks ready to go. He has returned to the lineup with a vengeance. Uh, he's been putting up points. He's been just winning those small area battles with great stick work. 
just making a lot of plays in tight to help sustain possession for the team. Uh, it, it looks like this team is, you know, firing on all cylinders right now and, and really getting ramped up for what's going to be a crucial playoff series. I mean, those two guys are like front and center in the feeling that I have, which is that like I have not been this excited to see a Leafs team in the playoffs specifically, like obviously they've, they've had some great teams. You, you want to see them perform. You want to see them advance. But this is a team specifically that I want to see play playoff style yeah. hockey in a way that I haven't in a long time. You know what, man? It's funny you say that because like earlier today, I was just kind of you know prior to the game thinking about things heading into the postseason. And I, I couldn't help but be overcome with like this feeling of excitement rather than like the typical nervousness that has come along with uh, anticipating a playoff series for the Leafs in the last few years. Uh, of course, there's still uh, a lot of that there as well, but just cons- considering the stakes uh, for the Leafs heading into this series. But yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Like super excited to see this team go and do their thing in, in that environment. And I, th- I think even beyond guys like McCabe and O'Reilly, the other additions to the team, like, again, Luke Shen, I think just really, if there was any question about him being in the lineup for game one, I think that question was answered finally uh, tonight with, you know, fires home a goal, uh, a nice little read coming in from the point and kind of got a, a lucky bounce on a rolling puck there. But after that, to go and just decimate Pat Maroon in the corner and then feed him his lunch immediately afterwards just a a, a real tone setter right and then you've got guys like nola cherry who are finishing every check blocking every shot that they can get in the way of there's just a a different mentality and a different vibe around this team than in the years past and i yeah i'm just really excited to see them get a chance to to make good on it in the postseason and you know we talked a bit about like the the chippiness in this one and it could potentially make the argument that the Leafs are getting in Tampa's heads a little bit in a way that maybe they haven't in the past between kind of that little uh, skirmish between Bunting and Perry. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, the, you know, the, the Shen and, and and Maroon thing is just more of a pure, like, these two guys coming together, that, that's what's going to happen. But yeah. as far as, like, and the, the Kucherov fucking the, the greasy little, little this, trip, yeah. what a... Yeah, I hate that guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, there is, you know, while it was largely a meaningless game, and, and that's kind of what we, we talked about in, in the run-up to this, that, you know, this is kind of what we, we hoped we would see sit, you know, a lot of guys and, and just trying to get out of Have it. home ice locked up and have the, the, the luxury of doing so, right? That was the really important thing. And, yeah. you know, they got that done, so it afforded them that luxury to, to kind of be able to, to rest Matthews, Mariner, Giordano tonight, you know, not feel the need to have to push Samsonov into a a back-to-back with home ice on the line in the final two games of the season. So, yeah, to to be able to do that and then still come away with the performance they had tonight, uh, you know, down a lot of their big guns, uh, actually, like, just down overall. They didn't even ice 18 skaters tonight. So, yeah, uh, really impressive performance from the Leafs. Uh, I, I don't suggest taking too much from it because... You know, despite Tampa Bay's struggles uh, down the the stretch here, 
if anyone doubts their ability to kind of flick the switch and, and turn it on when the games really start to matter, I, I don't know where you've been the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think it, it's hard not to feel good about where the Leafs are at right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the 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 takeaway for me is like it, it it didn't really matter from kind of you know a lot of perspectives for the Leafs but like it, it is nice that you know things kind of went the way they did no one no one got hurt and you, you kind of come away feeling like you know you you, you kind of rattled their cage maybe just a, a little bit like it's it's ultimately not going to have a ton of effect probably come game one but it's kind of nice to to just maybe maybe get a little bit of the uh the upper hand in the in the gutter you know when when you come out of that that's almost the best thing you could have expected for what was was to kind of come away from a feeling like maybe you push them around just a little bit yeah well that was what i really liked about kind of what the Leafs were able to do sort of lineup wise heading into this game was that it it sort of gave Sheldon Keefe the opportunity to spin the outcome either way, depending on how it went for his team. You know, you know, if they lost, uh, this was a a nothing game where we were just happy to get out of it unscathed and we weren't icing our, our true lineup and we, we didn't give our best, uh, to our opponent, but now that they've been able to come away with the win, without all their big guns and, you know, icing their AHL goalie, who's really starting to look an awful lot like an NHL goalie. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's it's got to be a good feeling uh, heading into the final game of the season against the Rangers on Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned Joseph Wall. Um, it, they're going to give Samsonov a, another game off. He obviously, you know, looks like he kind of tweaked something a little bit. I mean, this is something we, we keep talking about. Like, it's just, it's, it's, he's, he's like, he's, he's got a, a hashic element to him where he <laughs> yeah. just has no concern whatsoever for the, the laws of how, you know, you're supposed to treat your body as far <laughs> as physics are concerned. And uh, it gets him into a little bit of trouble from time to time, but uh, hopefully it's nothing major. And, and they're just kind of, it, it sounds like they're just kind of trying to get him back to a hundred percent. But, but before we kind of get into, into, to you know the the approach with with those two, I want, I just wanted to talk about this because I Nick, uh, are you? I, I know you're familiar with Shining Time Station. Not a clue. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so not one of the kids shows that I pay a whole lot of attention to uh, well, when when the kids were watching that. One. I mean, I mean, for for me, that was a growing up show, right? And and it was. I, I remember a specific scene that's always kind of stuck with me, and, and you know, I've I've had a, a lot of reference points for this. I feel like over the years, and and maybe none more so than than what happened with the Leafs this week and, and today specifically. And it's it's I, I think that they were introducing one of the new trains to the to the station and to the rest of the trains, <laughs> and and they were bringing in. I think I think it was Percy. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Don't quote me. And they had this this you know big like warehouse of trains and they they're all covered by tarps and they they pull one off and it's percy and that's that's the new the new train but me being whatever the fuck i was four years old i'm like what about all the other trains (laughs) there's there's a bunch of them i want to see all the trains and we got to see all the trains today nick Because I I don't even know how many uh, amateur tryout goalies the Leafs had. I, they might have had fewer than they told were starting this game tonight. 
Um, what a what a gong show we've had here as as the Leafs kind of tried to navigate the cap and and uh, not play Ilya Samsonov. Yeah, it's a, a really interesting sequence of of events to follow over the last few days. Um, you know, I, I understood it for uh, for Monday's game against Florida. Considering, you know, the Leafs did kind of create their own emergency situation for that game by using the the cap space that they had, you know, available to call up Wall. They turned around and used that to sign Matthew Nyes uh, instead. But now that, you know, after that game and playing uh, a goaltender short again with uh, the ATO of uh, Nick Chenard, the uh, of Owen Sound Attack uh, fame, shout out Sammy McKee. Um, that's right. th- that, that afforded them, you know, it kind of reset the, the emergency situation because now, you know, Nyes is already on the team. So tonight play or playing that game. Yeah. This is very difficult to follow. Uh, but playing that game, uh, short of goaltender allowed them to, to get the exception to call up Joseph wall for the Tampa Bay game. But, oh man, the, the, the thought of having, you know, an uh, OHL goaltender who rocked an 865 save percentage heading into a game against the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was kind of tantalizing from a, a comedic perspective. But, uh, you know, I, I think after watching Joseph Wall do his thing tonight, uh, I'm glad it played out the way that it did. You remember that play that the, the Chiefs w- were running this year where they would like kind of all huddle but then they would do this like ring around the rosy they'd spin <laughs> yeah. around and then they just run into the line and, and snap the ball and go <laughs> i, I kind of wish that the leafs had done that with all the goalies um <laughs> you know at the, in warm-up just they all kind of skate around the center ice circle and, and eventually one of them goes to the net and the rest of them just peel off <laughs> but uh, you know they're, they're going to go with wall on thursday night to finish the regular season and then it's it's going to be sammy for for game one and uh, presumably just kind of the, the the rest of the way if if everything goes well right i mean um you, you never know performance wise wall has been very good but it, like samsonov is, is is gonna get every chance to just kind of run with it here yeah well i think samsonov has earned that with the way that he's played this season he's gonna finish the year with a 919 save percentage i don't know where that lands him exactly uh on the the leaderboard but it, it's definitely in the upper echelon of, of starting goaltenders in the nhl this year so he's just had a a really consistent and strong season for the Leafs and and is just he solidified that goaltending position for them this year when you know I think the initial plan was for Matt Murray to be that guy however flawed that plan may have been that that's that's another topic of discussion but Samsonov has just he's done everything that the Leafs could have hoped for this year and I think he you know not to get too far ahead of ourselves but he's definitely change the conversation from what can you do for us this year to, hey, maybe this is the guy for us moving forward. And it, it looks like heading into the, the postseason, you know, Matt Murray's status is still up in the air. Joseph Wall is going to be the backup goaltender heading into game one. We don't know how long it's going to be before Murray's available again. We don't know how ready the Leafs are going to be to just insert him, you know, even back into the, the backup slot with the way that Wall has performed and the, the amount of time that Murray has missed and the way that he performed in his most recent stretch before the latest injury. So, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things going on in the Leafs' crease. But, you know, again, going back to the way Samsonov and, and Wall have performed, um, 
not to jinx it, I'm knocking on wood as I, I say this, but feeling pretty good about where the Leafs are at uh, in the net heading into the playoffs. Yeah, same. I, I got to say, I mean, I, I have, you know, as as much trust in Samsonov as, as you can have for anyone who's not, you know, one of the, the top two or three every year they're good kind of guys, that right? Vasilevsky, Hellebuck, yeah. Type that, of that tier, kind that's of tier, basically, right? basically it, Chesterkin. Um, so, well, that's the thing, right? Like, there's only so many of those exactly. guys. So, so beyond that, what more could anyone have hoped for from Ilya Samsonov this season? Like, he's, he's just had a, a really great season for the Leafs. It's been a, a huge win of a signing and honestly, a kind of a stroke of luck that – you know, the Leafs were able to pounce on that after Washington let him walk. That's it. I mean, you know, he's he's just very solid back there. Like like you said, you know, anyone who's not in that very very upper echelon, like they're going to have their warts. And his ward is that occasionally you're worried he's going to blow his groin out when he's making that, <laughs> yeah. you know, the occasional save. But um, you know, as long as he's good to go, he's your guy. Um, he seems to have kind of like the right mental makeup, like particularly for Toronto as well, you know, like kind of water off a duck's back sort of guy able to be yeah. sort of jovial and laugh around with the, the media a bit. He's a good quote. He, he seems just really comfortable in his own skin. And I think that's an underrated part of being a goaltender in Toronto. And yeah, uh, again, playoffs are a different animal. Can't really say much until you see the guy do it in the, that situation. But all you can do is play the games that were put in front of you and the games that were put in front of him all season long. He, he just, he was up to the task. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk Matthew Nyes, two games down. <laughs> um, and you know that that first game against Florida, I thought that there were, you know, obviously some some good flashes. This is what we talked about. This is what, we, you know, we knew we would see. Like, we knew that he had kind of the stuff to hang, and it's all a matter of how how quickly does he find the consistency and, you know, how, how quickly can he kind of, you, you know, ingratiate himself within the system. And uh, you, you saw a, a few kind of stumbles there a little bit. There, there was a little bit of kind of tentative play at times, I thought, in that in that first game. But also, you know, he, he you could see him kind of figuring out a little bit more as as time went on. And, and you, you could almost just see the 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 fruits of whatever video session they had post game, because yeah. uh, this this game was uh, really much, much improved. And, and he got a, a, a lot of run because of obviously, um, you know, the, the way the lineup was configured. What are your thoughts through through two games here on Nyes? Well, even as someone who has been you know incredibly high on Matthew Nyes over the last couple of years, uh, I've watched him very closely during his time at Minnesota. Um, I think my expectations for him coming in still remained relatively low. I think like I was really excited to see him play, but also didn't expect a whole lot. So I think I was more expecting. Uh, a few of those mistakes that we saw in his first game against the Panthers, you know, a couple of those panic passes or risky decisions with the puck at the blue lines. And I wasn't necessarily convinced that his, his skill set that was so obvious in college would be on display immediately in the NHL, but it was, there were those flashes right away. Uh, you know, setting those mistakes aside, I think that's what you could really hang your hat on was that, as Sheldon Keefe said, the pace wasn't too much for him. He was able to to make those small area reads under pressure and just kind of help sustain possessions. And you nailed it, Cam. Like those mistakes that were there in game one, they were practically non-existent in game two. And he immediately looked way more comfortable. 
he he just straight up looked like a guy who who belonged. You know, it wasn't perfect. There were a couple of plays along the wall in the defensive zone where just again looked kind of tentative or not exactly sure where to go or not exactly sure how much pressure he had on him, sort of forcing a a, a quick decision that you know maybe didn't work out for him. But again, those flashes were there. He gets on the board with a, a nice assist. He. he Again, I don't think you're penciling him in for game one, but I'm a lot more confident in him if he has to go into the postseason than I was uh, before seeing him get into the the last two games. I I thought there was just a really clear and obvious improvement from game one to two, and if he's only able to continue growing like that and getting more and more comfortable as time goes on, uh, it, it's it looks like the Leafs got themselves a player here in Matthew Nice. Yeah, I mean, even after game one, I, I was like, there's still no way he's getting into game one of the playoffs uh, just because, you know, some of those and they're minor lapses, right? It's just like not getting in on the four check quite quick enough, not quite being sure when you're F1 versus, you know, when you, you shift to being F2 or, or vice versa. <laughs> he hasn't even practiced with the team yet and either, that's the right? Thing. Like, <laughs> he, you know, he didn't, he, they didn't even have a morning skate before that first game. And, and, you know, he gets a little bit of video, get a, a morning skate. And there was no line rushes or any kind of, you know, real drilling or anything for him over the last couple of days before he's just thrust into NHL action. And, like, so I'm, I'm even more excited to see this five finale. Like, like, yeah, it's, I mean, he's had a lot going on the last couple of days, too. Like, he's just coming off of an extremely emotional loss in the national title game. You know, his his team was number one ranked in the country almost the entire season. Just to, and to lose it in such heartbreaking fashion, you know, 10 seconds into overtime after giving up the tying goal late in the third period, you know, fly back to Minnesota from Tampa Bay with his teammates you know, get the contract signed, hop on a plane again, and back down to Florida to meet up with the Leafs. And I, I was listening to um, JD Bunks' podcast uh, on Tuesday morning, and he played a clip of Sheldon Keefe uh, that I don't think was, really got a lot of traction on social media from the the post game. Just talking about everything that Matthew Nyes had to go through on the, the day of his first game, I think you know. It was said that the initial plan was not for him to play until, you know, additional injuries popped up. And I don't think that was because Keith didn't want to just put him right into the lineup right away. It was because he had to travel around to go get medicals done, all this other paperwork and stuff. You don't just like step into an NHL locker room and you're, you know, eligible to play. There's stuff that goes along with that. So it's been an incredibly busy last few days for Matthew Nyes, and I think he's just he's handled himself really well throughout all of it, and showed some encouraging signs in these last two games, uh, particularly against Tampa Bay. In what was, it turned into a really intense kind of sort of had a playoff feel style to it. So to see him be able to to handle that and make an impact throughout the game, I, I thought was really exciting. And picks up his first NHL point. We have to note uh, on the I game. Thought he goal, wired really it home too. I thought yeah. he had it. I thought he had it too. Yeah. yeah. No, so I and, and I mean, just the recognition on that play that he, he like there was a gr- the great one of the the replay angles was really good on the broadcast. He gets where in front of the check, head into the net. You could yeah. just see the recognition, uh, even just like I, I think that he's outside. He's in the neutral zone. Like, yeah, he's in the like neutral he's got zone. His, 
and his check is inside him. Feet just outside the blue line, yeah. and he just he 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 makes a recognition. He flips the switch, and he is gunning it back towards the uh, the slot, and gets the, the great opportunity. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly taps it, and that that holds up as the game winner. And I, I mean, like it, he has the fucking pace, baby. Like he, yeah. it, it, like I said, it's you know, any it's not like he was ever slow on anything, right? He, he's he's being overly cautious at times in that first game and it, without even like a, a full practice it's it's completely like not completely but i mean he, he's he, he makes so many improvements and, and again it's such a, a small sample to look at here um, but you can tell he's got the nhl brain right like he looks like a smart player the, yeah. the difference on that game winning goal against tampa bay was him making that read ahead of his check like his check had position on him inside the the defensive blue line, but Nyes read that play with Nylander swinging down low around the net and just jumped inside his check and got body position, got a puck on net, and they were rewarded for it. So, yeah, really good early returns for Matthew Nyes, and I think you know. Again, probably not going to be penciled into game one, but it definitely became more of a conversation with his performance tonight. Yeah, I mean, he's played a total of about 25 minutes over the course of two games, right? So, like, you, you yeah. it's it's great that he can do it in in limited minutes and, and good opportunities, especially in the in the Tampa Bay game. That's what you want to see. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I still feel like you, you definitely feel better about, you know, penciling him in at some point. He's, he's obviously, if you're going to have a deep run, he's going to get in. And maybe yeah. even in the first round, he's going to get in, you know, regardless. But, well, I think. Um, He's the 13th forward as things stand right now, right? So, like, we're already looking at a pile of injuries on this team. It only takes one once the postseason starts, and maybe he's in there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, feeling good about that, no doubt about it. He um, he had a, a, a real nice showing, again, against uh, Tampa Bay. And, uh, yeah, get, get the first uh, first point under the belt. You got to love that. Watching his mom in the stands was really cool. Like, it's just, I always love those moments, right? Like, Dad's so stoic and intense, and Mom's just on the edge of her seat, living and dying with every with every yeah. puck touch that her kid makes. You just you, you think of everything that goes into it from the entire family's perspective for for a kid to get to where Matthew Nice has gotten to. Yeah, just a, a cool moment to see. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like you can see the like obviously he's he's a he's a big boy, but like he's he's wiry, right? Like yeah, he's got quick twitch. Right? That he's gonna fill out. And oh man, he is going to be able to fucking body some guys uh, from time to time once once he kind of really starts to pack on those pounds. And, and, that, and that's it. Like, you know, it's a, it's going to be a process here. So um, it's it's encouraging. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what he does uh, in 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 game um, 82. And I, I think that just having him as a black ace and, and being like a guy who's, who's practicing every other day with, with the team, like, yeah. you know, once he kind of has a little more familiarity with the system, like uh, you can see a, a, a much improved player. If he is getting in, in game five or something like yeah. that, it's like, Holy shit. Like this guy, this guy has taken a huge leap because he, again, you, you almost saw it shift to shift over the course of those two games. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, the other thing here, not again, not, to get too far ahead of ourselves but just being around the team at this time and being involved with everything that's going to go into this playoff run and just kind of even being a fly on the wall even if he's not able to get in there which I, I think he will at some point as you said 
it's all going to pay off for this guy down the road. Like this is very valuable experience for him to be gaining right now, coming off what was valuable experience in some really high pressure games down the stretch for Minnesota in the NCAA. So this kid is, uh, he's been playing a lot of big time intense hockey games lately. So yeah, got to hope that he's ready to be thrown right into the fire if, if need be. Yeah. If, if it comes to it and, and yeah, I mean, he, he seems like he's a guy who's got, got kind of the the mentality and the you know likes the high stakes and and it's um yeah good early returns that's that's what we'll say um hey nick you want to remember a leaf <laughs> you know it. Uh, i almost forgot and i kind of did forget and it, it, honestly when we started talking about jake mccabe off the top it kind of reminded me about one that i wanted to do and, and again we don't have keith here um so we, we oh, will I, I have to stop you right now i have to stop you right now you mentioned Keith reminded me of something you know even though he's not here I think we we have to celebrate in his honor for Callie Yarn Croak scoring his 20th goal of the year and fulfilling right. Keith's preseason prediction so round of applause for Keith there we go well done <laughs> sir salute to you Keith the prize is that we will not note how suspicious it is it feels like Keith remembers no Leafs uh, <laughs> so um, I wanted to remember a player and, and like I said I, I was reminded of this by kind of just watching Jake McCabe since he's been acquired and it's not Brian McCabe it's Robert Svela you remember Robert Svela yeah 67 67 which i was secretly hoping maybe not so secretly hoping matthew nyes would would choose for his number um yeah you wore it at the olympics so there was a chance and, and as i i think i had mentioned previously like I, I we had our 67th episode not too long ago and i was had said i was kind of you know trying to figure out what to do about it and i think it ended up being i believe our ryan o'reilly emergency podcast so it best laid plans right but um, <laughs> my, my plan was to kind of i think i think launch the the remember a leaf segment with robert svela who i feel like um i i don't know if it's the most comfortable i i felt with like a defenseman on kind of just like when he's out there it just you, you kind of feel like you got that warm blanket you know robert svela <laughs> was one of those like one of the the first guys I, I really felt that about as as a young leafs fan and uh, I, I, I get that feeling again with Jake McCabe in a way that I haven't had with a whole lot of Leafs defensemen in the uh, intervening years. Oh, man. Again, I, I know we kind of we raved about him off the top of the show a little bit, but he's just been so good. He, he deserves all the praise that he, he's been getting from Leafs fans. Uh to, to think that they have this guy on the books for the, the next two seasons beyond this one at a cap hit of just $2 million. It's just such a, a great trade. Uh, talking about early returns with Matthew Nyes, the early returns on the, the Jake McCabe trade have been outstanding. Uh, I think if the Leafs are able to, to get over the hump this year and find any kind of playoff success, he's going to play a big part in that. Um, again, talking about the fact that he hasn't played uh, a game of postseason hockey in his career to this point, he his style of play just it, it it's tailor made for for those type of games. He's he's a warrior out there. He'll finish his checks. You know, maybe not a huge bruiser, but he, he'll finish with intent. If he gets a chance to to put you on your ass, he's going to do it. But he's just a willing shot blocker. You know, sacrificing his body, doing whatever it takes to to help secure the win. 
the, just the, the kind of player you need and that, that attitude permeates to the group as well. So it's not just what he's doing on his own in sort of a vacuum. It, it's the, the vibe that he helps bring to the team and that, that you, you mentioned the, the warm blanket or that security blanket. The guys on the team feel that as well when they're watching what Jake McCabe's doing right now. So, yeah, it just couldn't be more thrilled with what he's done since he's become a Leaf. Uh, yeah, a lot of um, that kind of effectiveness. I feel like it's it's just a matter of doing doing the hard thing when you could yeah. do the easy thing, and and you know that's that's a, a pretty broad way to put it. But like that's that's what Jake McCabe just kind of screams to me is is like a guy who is he, he's going to do it the right way every time and and um robert's Fela, like he only played one season with the Leafs, which i, I was uh, yeah. I'm a little surprised to see like it, it felt like it was uh it was longer but all 82 games though that was oh two oh three he was 34 I, he was effective man he came from the panthers right he, he, that's yeah a long, that's a right. long time panther right yeah. yeah and um you know he he was just a a, a real solid i i think he was paired who, who did they have him paired with was he paired with mccabe or Ka- i can't remember if he was mccabe or caberlay but uh um, so a lot of joints since then but <laughs> i have to I have to pull up i have to pull up some uh, with or without you stats from the 0203 yeah, season d- does natural stat trick have that <laughs> dating back <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, but obviously wearing 67 probably always going to be the thing that stands out the most about <laughs> Robert Svela. Um but yeah, loved loved that uh, that that warm blanket feeling and and hope to feel it again in a, a nice long playoff run here. Um all right, Nick, uh we're going to wrap it up here. We're we're hoping to get um a little something something going maybe before game 1. I'm I'm hitting the road here uh heading out west um doing my, your best my, Keith impression. That's right. I'm I'm <laughs> I am on the open road. My uh my girlfriend Emily just actually flew out today. I'm flying out tomorrow. Her sister's getting married out in Vancouver on Saturday making a little stop over in Alberta on the way and uh uh, obviously last year I, I was dialed in for a sting show, I had tickets for a sting show on what <laughs> ended right. up being the game one, uh, against Tampa Bay. And I was like, Oh God, it's going to be the same night as the wedding. It looks like the game will be Tuesday, which, uh, you know, I, I will possibly be at the airport for part of the game, but, uh, uh, should, should be okay. So we'll, we'll hopefully get uh, some kind of, uh, content towards you here as the, the playoffs get rolling. Uh, all right. Uh, it's, it's playoff time, baby. One more oh, game. Man. Yeah. No injuries, no injuries, and uh, let's let's get it cooking. Let's go. Um, it's it's well overdue. I, I am <laughs> oh, so ready. ready to get I'm this re- started again. What we were talking uh, and about, and I'm earlier. ready for this series. Yeah, excited about it. Not like sitting here just on pins and needles in anticipation, waiting for it. In that sense, just really fired up to get her going. Uh, excited to see this Leafs team do their thing in, in the postseason. And, you know, hopefully we're able to talk about a, a much deeper playoff run than what we've had in recent years. Yeah, our, 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 we were talking before we started recording. Our, our trend over the course of, I guess, what we've had uh, two playoff runs uh, over the life of the podcast this will be our third and and generally we, we try to record like every every two games which you know usually has ended up meaning we get two or maybe three probably two two and a reaction while the are actually in the playoffs <laughs> two and a reaction two and a reaction let's let's stretch it out here a bit boys yeah thanks nick cheers bud